0: Ah, there you are. We've been waiting for you. If you've been struggling to get your personal fitness on track and keep it there, then you're in the perfect place. Because this guy is good. And I mean really good. to the fitness whisperer podcast where you get simplified strategies and unique insights on exercise nutrition mindset and life itself from best-selling author and progressive fitness innovator joey atlas he's been helping people achieve sustainable fitness success for over 30 years in ways that are realistic doable and super effective and now he's helping you So clear your mind and get ready for a powerful dose of health-improving, life-enhancing wisdom from the Fitness Whisperer himself, Joey Atlas. Thank you, Melissa, and thank you for tuning in today to the Fitness Whisperer episode number 17. We've got another very cool episode today that has its own unique place in, in this whole lineup, this whole series, and... Um, I'm not going to go through introducing this person. I'm going to let her introduce herself. And so, Lisa, welcome on here, and uh, it's cool to have you.
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me. Um, So, I'm Lisa Balash, and I am from kettlebellbombshell.com. I am the creator of the Kettlebell Bombshell DVD series. That is an As Seen on TV product, and also the kettlebell course on Curious.com.
0: Nice. All right. So, that's the short and simple version. And some of my listeners might be wondering, whoa, wait a minute. What's he doing with a kettlebell bombshell on the show? That's not his style. And most everybody's right. I'm not one for the mainstream type of hardcore push-push stuff. However, inside this realm of fitness, even though there are some dangerous areas, there are people who actually know what they're doing And do it in a very safe, careful, and crafted way that makes certain things safe. And Lisa is one of those people who knows how to handle kettlebells and knows how to train people properly when she is bringing kettlebells into their programs. Am I? Am I uh, on the right track? Absolutely. I actually started
1: as a Pilates instructor, and I was introduced to kettlebells Uh in a Pilates studio. So that's how I actually found them, and the cool thing about it. Like you just said, somebody who knows I have three different certifications and here's how I feel about the word certification. I think it's kind of funny because (laughs) certification just means that you went through the program and learned how to use Mm -hmm. it in a three-day weekend, basically two or three days. Some of them are in a few hours and that doesn't necessarily make you understand how to use it effectively, how to teach it to somebody else. It's just you doing it and not to put down certifications because obviously there are credentials and we need them. But at the same time, they don't, they're not extensive enough. And one of the things, Mm -hmm. sorry about the dog barking. One of the things that I noticed, um, when I did my Pilates certification from UNLV, it was like a month. We did four hours a day. And it was Mm -hmm. long and it was like a lot of work crammed into not a weekend. It was over a month. I think it was five or six weeks. And I would do it four hours a day. And uh, yeah, it was. And it was hard. And I had a full-time job at that time too. So I was after the class, I would go to my job. And then, um, you know, so, and I did that six days a week. So then from that point, I had to intern for 150 hours at this Pilates studio before they hired Mm -hmm. me. So the difference of that wow. is that is a complete wow. certification where not only are you learning, you know, how to do everything, you're learning how to teach it and how to instruct it. And then you're watching other instructors You're learning, and that's how you become a good instructor. Yes. It's not because you went to a certification and you have these new acronym that you get to use. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm right. actually IXFA certified, right. IKFF certified, Kettlebell Concept certified, and they're all great. But there's so much information in such a short amount of time that it makes it almost impossible for regular trainers to grasp it. And I worked in a regular gym for a short period and I see all the regular trainers that are gym trainers. They just pick up a kettlebell and have their Mm -hmm. clients do a gym style, bodybuilding style exercise, just holding Mm -hmm. it. So you're not getting any benefits of it because you're just squatting with it. It's like, what's the difference between holding a kettlebell and holding a dumbbell? There really is none if you're only using it for that particular thing but the real difference is where it sits on your body like the kettlebell hangs below the um it's not in the hand it's hanging below the joint so you can strain a lot of the joint tendons and muscles by using them for bodybuilding Mm -hmm. exercises they're actually they should never be used for bodybuilding exercises because bodybuilding exercises need to be done when the weight is in the hand and closer to the body So if you're doing walking lunges or you're doing um, rows and all those kind of things, if you only have access to a kettlebell, then that makes sense. Okay. You're going to use it, but you don't want that to be your primary thing that you're using it for. So learning the actual kettlebell specific exercises that I teach are incredible because that's how you actually get the results because they are designed to work with this fitness tool versus just do squats and hold this, you know, because That's what makes the calorie burn different. That's what makes it more effective. That's what makes your nervous system have to respond to what's going on. There's just a lot of things going on when you're doing authentic kettlebell exercises. So, yeah.
0: Right, right. So there's a huge difference from going from certification to application Mm -hmm. and implementation. That's a big, big leap. And um, that's where a lot of gray area is. When you're talking, I mean, so let's give some more context here. Anybody listening? I am 48. Lisa, I how old 40 are you I in December. All right. Oh, Likewise, really? I'll be 48 happy birthday on Friday. Really. So That's awesome.
1: Happy birthday. <laughs> Forty is a great age. I love thank, my 40s. Yeah, I think thank my you. 40s have so, had so much really awesome. great things yeah. happening. And actually, I'm more fit now than even 10 years ago. <laughs> So I'm telling you, when people Welcome see are the like, there's no way, you know, because it's like, it's not only, they're just really looking at your physical body sometimes when people guess age and they think, they assume right. if you're fit, you have to be young. Uh-huh. And that's really sad because, well, actually I feel young anyway. So I believe we are as old as we feel we are, but you know, there's some people out there, you know, yes. that I feel so bad because they've never moved their entire life. Like they've just been a sedentary person. And I mm-hmm. have a good friend. He has diabetes and a couple of right. different health issues. And he just started walking. And I've tried to get him to let me help him and teach him Pilates and get him moving. But he doesn't seem to, you know, he's not interested yet. But he did start walking. So I was really proud of him. But he's 62. Right. And it's like, you're not, he, I think he mm-hmm. feels in his head, he's old now and it's too late. And I try to tell him it's not that way. You right. don't have to be. You know, a certain way just because of your age on the calendar, you know? So, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard right. for some people who haven't been active to grasp the concept of what really does age matter. Of course age matters. We have to respect our body and we have to listen to it and it takes you longer to recover a little bit in your 40s and whatnot. And so you do want to be respectful of it and warm up if you know effectively and give yourself days off when you feel overtired or you feel extra sore. You don't want to push and push and push like you're a twenty year old with an ego. Like that's ego. Not coming from that place, coming from mm-hmm. well, I feel right. good and I can you know, I can continue doing this workout regimen as long as I'm feeling good. And that's like the whole reason why I like combining the Pilates equipment with kettlebells, because I warm everybody up on Pilates equipment. You do lots of warming up of like all the smaller muscle groups, the joints and everything. And then when we move over to the kettlebells, your body's really warm, it's ready to go. And I don't ever do and this is another mistake. People want to do an hour workout with the kettlebell, you're not supposed to So, when you're using the kettlebell, you don't need to do a complete hour of kettlebells. It's designed for you to actually do less. With it because of the exercises. If they're specific kettlebell exercises, then you're going to be using your entire body at the same time and getting your cardiovascular exercise. So that's why your body starts to work as an entire unit instead of pieces. So right. that's why you don't need to go through and do multiple sets and reps of the same thing over and over. But I think mentally people feel better doing that. So they yeah want to do more because they think well that can't be enough it should be an hour workout like everybody's conditioned to think that so that's why i do the pilates equipment with the kettlebells because they get an hour but they're not doing an hour of bells or doing pilates warm-up then the kettlebells then more pilates we do abs then we isolate some of the body parts on the equipment because that's another Mm -hmm. thing with the kettlebell you're not really isolating your body parts you shouldn't be So you don't want to do them for, you know, use them for a bicep curl. You're going to do a clean instead, which is going to incorporate the bicep. You're going to do other exercises that you use everything all together, as I said, Uh like a unit. So... Uh Yeah, but it's a lot more efficient that way. And then that way, you don't have to work out as much. And especially if you work out at home, like I do. And many of my Mm -hmm. clients, you know, if they don't, if they work out without me, they work out at home. And it's just, it saves you so much more time. It's more efficient, It's more effective. And that's why I like it.
0: And that's why I wanted to have you on because my, uh, my own personal methods have morphed that way. And then the Sculpt to Fit Studio um, is, is really built on that foundation of less isolation, old school, traditional exercises and more multidimensional, multiple muscle group fusion type exercises that are all combined to get the ultimate end result that each person is looking for. And not everybody's looking to be a bikini competitor or a Mr. Olympia or, um, you know, beach bunny. That's great, but it's not necessary to do the old school, you know, over an hour in the gym. We're going to do this group, 12 reps, this many sets, you know, and this machine, that machine, that weight, this weight. Um, And so your philosophy of the fusion style that you're talking about, Pilates mixed with kettlebells in the right amounts and not isolating, but only using isolation moves to complement the, the synergistic approach of using multiple muscle groups and multiple body zones is really what resonates. And so, again, bringing you on to add another way, another method, something else to add into somebody's program who may already be following my stuff or similar stuff is really what I, what I want to open people's minds to is that you can use kettlebells and a fusion of that and with Pilates or something else. And with
1: your naked if, beauty series.
0: Uh-huh. So let's, <laughs> let's circle back in history. Let's circle back in history. So now, right now, you and I haven't spoken or exchanged emails in about four years, what if saying? I'm correct. What
1: was up with that? <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, yes.
0: Well, it's time flies when you're doing wow. your thing, yes. right? yes. So now before that, you and I connected – um, well, why don't you, why don't you tell the story? Cause there's a lot of new listeners right now. Tell the story from its original date of, uh, this is 2011.
1: I want to say Go 2011, ahead. I okay. found your YouTube video and it wasn't a video and it was just an audio. And so I was looking up stuff on the internet for cellulite. Cause even back then I was a figure competitor and I weight trained. This was before, um, or no, I think it was during my, yeah, I had my own studio, so I was already teaching kettlebells, but I still didn't have like the exact look I wanted. Like I was happy, but I wasn't like, I still would get cellulite and I still didn't understand why my legs weren't as defined and all this other stuff, but I was increasing the mm-hmm. cardio and I was really dieting cause I would compete. So I was dieting for shows and stuff. And I found your audio, and I listened to it, and it was like, if you stay till the end of this, I'll tell you how to how to get rid of cellulite. And I thought, oh god, here we go. And then I was like, well, I've spent fifty dollars before on stuff I don't even like. I guess I'll just buy it. And so I bought it, and I started doing it. And I want to say, now I was already in shape, so it wasn't like I had to lose a lot of weight or anything like that. So I started from a standpoint of somebody who was already into fitness. So it took me literally, I'm Mm -hmm. gonna say two weeks before I saw a change and I could see more definition and Mm -hmm. I can see my thighs were, I felt they were smaller. My waist was also getting smaller. And I just noticed, you know, my body was changing and it was changing quickly. So the thing I wanted to do was I wanted to incorporate that along with the other things I was already doing, but I wasn't lifting weights anymore. I was only doing kettlebells and I was competing. I just started competing in kettlebell sport and kettlebell sport is really cool because it's like a 10 minute event where you do certain exercises, as many reps as you can in 10 minutes. So it's very high repetition. So that is the thing about kettlebells that isn't going to make you gain any kind of size, you know, um, but it also makes you a little bit smoother unless you do exercises that make your body have more definition. So doing your naked beauty program along with what I was doing really gave me a nice, nice, you know, result. And I was really happy with that. And I still use it to this day. I don't do it all the time, but the second I start to, you know, I start to notice like, Oh, maybe I need to, you know, shrink my thighs a little more maybe i'm getting some cellulite then i quickly get on it and i notice a change in like a week because my body responds to it because i've been doing it for quite a while so i really do like it i had quite a few of my mm-hmm. clients um also had bought it my i think my cousin just bought it recently too i kept telling her because she was going to a river or something and she goes i only have two weeks mm-hmm. i said well if you listen to me and do this program you'd already be in better shape and she told me after a week that her husband even said, I think I noticed a difference. <laughs> and she goes, I thought he was just saying it. I said, no, I'm telling you. it works oh, really nice. fast. So I think as long as people, when you buy it, you have to, you have to really commit to it and you can't do anything else. And I like the stuff that you also mentioned about overdoing cardio, where you say, don't overdo your cardio because, and you have that 18 mm-hmm. minute routine. I'd still right. I do those a lot. I do the 18 minutes of where you skip the step a lot. That one's really awesome. hard. And then I'll do the treadmill right. one. I like the treadmill right. a lot. And it's uh-huh. hard. It's not easy. Like you feel right. yourself. And I'm telling you, that's why I think your abs benefit from it too. It sounds like it's like only for your legs, but you're stabilizing so much that your abdominals get a great workout. So it made my waist Correct. a lot smaller. So I think it just in general right. shrinks your entire body. Like I just think it does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if women want to have it smaller does. thighs and it they want to look good in a the bikini, and, and they need to be doing this. Yes, smoother, much and much smoother, smoother, and shape. But I think as well. what you're onto, and I think you mentioned it in the whole program, is when you're lifting those muscles that aren't getting worked when you're like using them and lifting them. So if it's it's almost like it's stretching it out because it's lifting. So the skin is now it's it's completely flat, like it's not all rip, you know, rippled. I guess would be the word, right. you know.
0: Yeah, so yeah, so f- physiologically, like when muscles don't get the right stimulation or mm-hmm. or complete stimulation at all levels, mu- muscles are not fully sculpted and and shaped. They're okay, they're kind of in sense. a deflated state for lack of a better word. When they when they get yeah, when they get properly stimulated and they reach their full density, which is how we're supposed to be anyway, whether we're male or female. Then the skin gets pulled more tightly over those muscles and it's smoother, less dimples, less and, shadows, and yes. there's that sculpted and look. Looks and what we call de- definition. You it,
1: like your glutes get lifted in a way that's not. Exactly. It's different because, like I said, with weight training, mm-hmm. you'll put mass on. Like, and right now I started yes. weight training only because it goes with my sport and I'm actually lifting heavier, you know, bells right now in the sport. So I still do your program but just not as often because right now I'm doing so much with my legs you know so the weight training has kind of taken place but like I said when I want them to have more definition and I want everything to look really smooth and tight then I always incorporate those exercises and they're simple they're like you would see and that's the thing I like too I don't like things that look like Super crazy and wacky and like, because even when I trained in the gym and my clients would see a trainer making their (laughs) client do something like totally crazy, and they but they would ask me, "Well, what does that do?" And I said the same thing—the same thing a plank would do, but you're not going to fall off the boat too and hurt your shoulder like that guy's about to. You know, like so a lot of the things. Yeah, I think. The trainers try to be, okay, now I want to coin this words, (laughs) enter trainer. I tell people this all the time. I'm not an enter trainer. I'm not here to entertain you Uh, and train you at the same time because that's what people are looking for is entertainment. Like, you know, Caesar, entertain me. Like if I'm coming here, you should entertain me while I'm here. No, I shouldn't. You should just trust me and go off of what I look like and listen to my knowledge that I have many, many years of. And I've worked myself with many different people where I got my knowledge from. And it's like, you need to do what I say. It's not like I need to impress you. Like I'm a jester and I got to stand here and juggle for you, for you to like, want to work out with me. If you don't want results, then go see that guy. (laughs) Exactly. And that's what right. it is. That's what right. they really go want see the because you see something that looks unusual. Yeah. It might pique your curiosity, but it's also going to put your body at risk. And that's not, and, and it might be boring to be safe. <laughs> that's boring. Of course it's boring, but you're never going to have to worry about your shoulders, you know, hurting and having to go get surgery for them because you did something where I, I was, you mm-hmm. know, uh, not watching you properly and having you do something that was unsafe. Yeah, I will never do that. You know? So that's like one of the things that I try to stress with people is you want to get a good workout, but you want to be safe while you're doing it because you don't want to have, uh, you know, anything happen to you. Cause if you get exactly. hurt, not only are you going to have problems down the road that may never heal the same way. You may never have full function of it. And then you're going to miss all that time working out because right. you're laying up, you know, trying to recover. Hmm. So yeah, so we have to try to show people and teach them Understood. the way is the safer approach, That's- like the tortoise and the hare. You know, you might be the tortoise, but you're going to get there. You're going to get there a lot safer than oh, yeah. bouncing around.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's uh, it's one of the advantages we have of being uh, fitness pros and 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 guides in uh, as we're closing in on fifty. Uh, I think we have a little more clout in getting people to listen to us as opposed to the 25-year-old who's looking to push the envelope and, quote-unquote, differentiate themselves through theatrics. Uh, So, um, all right. So, you were doing the my program and your stuff, then you reached out we connected i was i'm always i'm still like over the moon when I hear from women who get these awesome results with the cellulite and the trouble zones and the specific problem areas so when you reached out, we connected we did we did an interview that first go round, which i'll actually link to uh from this podcast in the show notes with some other links for lisa we'll We'll cross that bridge when we get to it um Let's talk about some of the some of the people you work with now. Uh who who are the who are the types of people that you well, find gravitate you? Well, you know, what? most of my clients have been my clients been for a long time. Uh, I haven't with.
1: gotten any new clients lately in a while because my spaces are limited and a lot of stuff I do online because mm-hmm. I do kettlebell sport coaching as well. So I do some programming online for that and um so I'm going to say mm-hmm. uh people that are mid forties is my average clientele over 40, some people in their fifties and sixties. Um, I teach a lot mm-hmm. more Pilates and I do kettlebells. And then I have some people, um, that mm-hmm. are in their early thirties that are into the kettlebells. Um, and I, you know, I had my own studio, but I closed it when I, I don't know, I, I was there mm-hmm. for like five years. And then I realized I don't want to do this because it was taking up so much of my time. I was there from sun up to sundown. I watched five years of my life go by yeah. so fast. And I thought, oh my gosh, I've never like left this building. So, so I just kind of wanted to be more free and have mm-hmm. more time. So I started traveling to my mm-hmm. client's homes, right. which I actually prefer now. It's a lot more fun. So I get to go see a new environment every time I go to, you know, a new person's house Mm -hmm. and they usually have Mm -hmm. their own Pilates equipment and their own kettlebells there. So I don't have to lug a bunch of equipment with me. So I pretty much just have that type of clientele. Um, It's just, you know, it's just like people who've been with me for a while and they have results. Like my one client is 65. I've been training her and her daughter both since 2004. And yeah. And so I've seen them both change like, you know, dramatically. And the daughter lives on the other side of town. So I don't work with her anymore. Her and her husband, they work out together, but I still train the mother and she is amazing. At 65 years old, she uses a 35 pound kettlebell for a lot of her things and 25 pounds. And she's very strong and very beautiful woman, very fit, you know, with just she just looks great. So I have people like that. And I have people that are in their early fifties, and you know, like I said, a lot of the people that come to me they do Pilates because that's where I started, and I had a lot of people back then in in the day when you know Pilates was really up and coming. So I've trained a lot of people in Pilates only. So that's where I, I kind of maintained my clientele from that. To work with me, I want you to be serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want yes, it to yeah. be because I had one lady that worked with me for like seven days a week. And she was so great. I really, really liked her. And she worked out with me for six, six months, like six days a week. And we did kettlebells one day, Pilates one day. So we alternated a lot of things and we did other things too. And she got really great results. And then all of a sudden she just was done. <laughs> and I'm like, okay.
0: So uh, this is good that you say this. So on that, yeah. On this note, uh, and this may be one of the prime examples, what do you see as being one of the biggest challenges in, in the primary demographic you work with? Like this might be yeah, one example, I this lady just completely no, falling I think off. It's that because, um, I is think that the because biggest challenge so much when something there happens there now, like that? Or is so there so another common challenge
1: out there that people have access to that they start getting confused? because they start reading articles and reading ads and reading things about lose 20 pounds by you know eating mm-hmm. red raspberries or whatever that thing you know like all these crazy things that come out supplements and then they in mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. particular person had done um yeah. hCG before and she wanted to go back to doing that and i think she just wanted to go back to doing that which is totally fine but i think that was her whole thing <laughs> was she she worked really hard. I mean, she was a hard worker and she would do her cardio and everything else on her own. And I think the food is where she struggled. And even though we had a meal plan for her and all that, she was following it, but not really getting the results she should have been getting. She did look good, but she wasn't happy. And I think she thought there has to be an easier way. So, you know what I mean? So I think that's what happens with people is that they think, well, yeah, this works everything, but it's really hard and there's yeah. gotta be an easier way. And I'll just go find that. And that's the thing. Yeah.
0: You know what? Yeah. So what you're, what you just touched on, uh, is probably a universal big challenge. Um, I know the food part, right? So you have, somebody can say, all right, Give me an outline Mm of what to eat, what not to eat, etc. Right? Okay. And so you can give them the perfect plan, and it doesn't have to even be extreme. I'm not talking like you know steamed chicken and broccoli. I'm talking a realistic healthy eating plan. The other part is the implementation and the execution, which is very different from the nuts and bolts because now. You have That person yes. has to be in a psychological yes. position to part. make the proper choices yeah. those you know other 22 nice? or 23 This hours is what would work not for anybody. I don't care who you are. I don't care what your food issues are. I don't care right? what
1: specialty so, thing you're doing. Don't eat out. Eat at home. Eat all your meals at home. Cook them all yourself. Limit your fats. Don't use a bunch of salt where you have high sodium so you're getting low sodium. Cut out your sugar, and you would lose 20 pounds. You would just stop eating out because eating out, and eating out anywhere, like anywhere, could be like average American, and that's what would happen. They still use things in the food that are going to expand your body. There's going to be, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you just cook your own food, and the volume is so high. Because, like, I joked around with my friend, she was complaining about something, and I said, listen. The best thing that happened to me was when I had to go on an economic diet, okay? Like, you want to talk about hard <laughs> eating food on a diet isn't as hard as being on an economic diet when you don't have <laughs> enough money coming in and then you're forced to do certain things. I said, but let me tell you what I learned when that happened. I lost weight, I said, because I wasn't blowing my money going out and eating lunch with uh-huh. this person and going to Starbucks and getting a coffee or whatever and it home and i was doing everything at home and before you know it i started Mm -hmm. to look even better than i thought i already i thought i looked good because i was like oh i eat clean all the time but i go here and i pick up food at this place and i go there for lunch and but when you stop doing all that and you do it for yourself at home your body changes and it's happier it's happier because you see what you're putting in your own food you know and so i think for most people yeah you could totally feel so i think for most people if they would just do sure. that as step yep. one forget even about like only have this and don't have that just don't eat sugar sugar's really bad that's going to bloat you anyway so just cut out your sugars cut out your over salting food and all that butter for flavor you cut those things out and you're just going to shrink a little bit it's not going to be anything like oh wow you know but it's going to be enough to make you see and then you're going to want to see more and then you're going to yeah. investigate. Well, if I already lost like fifteen pounds just because I started eating at home, that would totally happen. Right. Because eight pounds is a gallon of water, and yeah. if you're bloated and you're holding a gallon of water, there's that right there.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's you and I know this. You take a crowd of people, whether you know whether it's 20, a hundred people, and and you pull them from a, the common crowd, and you have them make these switches. Literally, all of them will get beneficial changes and results. the The hidden monster, though, is is this um, this addictiveness of how foods are oh, yeah. created and placed? Literally, people are surrounded by foods and beverages in, in, in this American culture. So there's this there's this this addictive landscape that people people have a hard time breaking that addiction to the overabundance of all these. Um, these foods with the with the properties that make them want more and more of them more often so our big challenge is to get these people to wake up on a psychological level to get them to admit to themselves that they yes they also believe that society oh, yeah. has programmed them to be addicted to overconsumption of the types yeah. of foods this country produces in mass And if you can get somebody, I I went through this myself, like I lived through this personally. And it's only in the last probably half dozen to eight years, give or take that I've been able to really fully conquer this myself. Uh, It was not easy because I was totally addicted, totally codependent, totally hooked on foods and beverages that I had no control over until I fully realized that the deck is stacked against us as a society. <laughs> now, f- no food company or beverage company is going to come to us and say, hey, listen, you're eating and drinking too much of our stuff. We care about, we care about your health and wellness and longevity. Can you slow down on buying our stuff and you eating it? You know what it? is funny? That's None of so them are going to do that. Zero. That's up to but us. But they
1: make terrible commercials, to too, I think. recognize and, like and to say and I act Oh, my gosh. I should have been otherwise. in advertising because I can't oh, believe how awful this commercial yeah, is. Right. Why would anybody even want to buy that so, for some of the food and beverages? And wow. I'm just like, they could take, like, say, I'll use, for example, like a diet cola product, with whichever one. They could show people working out. I think Michelob Ultra did this. They showed people working out in the gym. And then they showed them at a party. And they were all fit people and they were at a party and they were drinking a Michelob Ultra. And it's like, but they showed them they were sweating and they were pumping weights Mm -hmm. and they were doing all this crazy stuff. And then all of a sudden it was nighttime and they were dressed up and they were all enjoying and laughing and having that Michelob Ultra. Now that's the way to sell something like, okay, but see, they were working for it and they earned it you know? And so here now this is low calorie. So that kind of was like, yeah, but I see Uh, some of these commercials uh and I'm just like, who would even buy that? That looks like, that's like ridiculous. How do these people get advertising jobs? I can't even believe that they even sell half the stuff, but then that's my mindset to where they can't get me because I I already know I'm strong enough in my own decision-making that I'm like, no, I don't want that. That's not good for me. I'm going to eat this instead. I was addicted a Mm -hmm. while um for a while to a protein cookie and i talked about this on my instagram a long time ago because i had broke the addiction i was addicted to it and i was just lazy and i would go to 7-eleven because they sold it there and i was getting a coffee and then i'd get my cookie to go with it it had 330 calories and it was supposedly like grass-fed whey protein and it was chocolate chip or something and it tasted good. I'm not going to lie. It was good. And then I thought about it. And I there thought, well, go. it's only 12 grams of protein. It's a lot of whatever. And I started going from eating one of them. I had to have two of them because I, I wasn't full. Yeah. And I went, okay, why would I need, why would I need 660 calories for breakfast? Like that's crazy. There you go. So I started making my right. own and I found a way right. Even to make quote, unquote, a cake. And I actually have the recipe on my Instagram. I, I made my own cake and there it go. was, It has no um, artificial stuff in it. It doesn't have protein powder in it. It's just egg whites. It has some cocoa, unsweetened cocoa. And I use a little bit of like um, all natural coffee made creamer. That's like chocolate flavored. And what else do I put in there? Um, Oats instead of flour. I stir it up and I cook it and it is so unbelievably good. And it's nice. Oh yeah. Oh, it's awesome. And it literally takes you less than a minute to make it. Like, it's so fast to make it, you know, like to put oh, the ingredients together. And are going to have to share and it's on healthy. the uh, – And then I started the thinking about it, and sure. I was like, okay. look at that. I just went from eating this cookie that was, meh, oh, okay. you know, and processed and had a lot of sugar in it, a lot yeah. of sodium in it. Yeah, $3, exactly. And I was like, that's way too much money. So if you need two of them a day, you're getting $6 a cookie. And
0: probably pre- $3 that, a cookie too,
1: right? Uh-huh. Yeah, And I was like, that's way too much
0: money. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: yeah. No. We'll share that recipe. I'm going to write this in my reminders to get that recipe link from you in, in addition to the show notes. So before we wrap up and let people know where they can come find you, connect with you, check out your free materials, etc., I want to I ask you, what Here's is on horizon, Lisa's becoming horizon a as you professional uh, kettlebell lifter? Uh, I'm at, in late I'm at the 40s? Rank but we're, our, we're young I'm for our at what late they 40s. Call candidate, so master sport. What's on the, the horizon? Yeah, is, I'm
1: with you. Is the professional rank. So um, I'm actually doing, this is going to sound crazy, but I do two arm long cycle, which means you use two kettlebells and you do clean and jerk. It's a, it's, um, a 10 minute event but they also have five minute events as well so sometimes i do a five minute sometimes i do 10 but my ultimate goal which may happen this year is to become master of sport and two-arm long cycle with mm-hmm. 220 kilogram bells which weighs 88 pounds so you lift that for 10 minutes so yeah i'm i'm at five minutes now and actually it's amazing it seems like there's a lot of technique in it and the thing about nice. it's called long cycle but Oof. it's clean and jerk is what it really means So the thing about long cycle is the the technique of it is you rest while you're holding your weights. So, yes, you do move them up and down. And it seems like, oh, my gosh, that's so heavy. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I first started, it was so heavy. I could barely do two reps. And now I'm up to almost 40, you know. So, yeah. So it's like it just is a sport that takes time. But as you get better, it's so much technique that your bone structure actually holds the weights. So very cool it's very cool stuff so that's on the horizon for me is to become master of sport in that event and there's a world record too that i am looking into breaking so So that's one of my other goals and, you know, just helping other people achieve their goals too. And I love working with other people and I love helping. And especially when, you know, like how we said earlier, a lot of people think because they're a certain age, they can't do things and they think it's too late. And, you know, it's never too late. The only time it's too late is when we're not breathing anymore. That is too late, but why not give it a shot? You don't have to do, you know, like say somebody out there listening, has seen kettlebells or is afraid to try mm-hmm. them or think so. Oh, I can't do that because I've got exactly. a bad got a bad knee. Right. a lot of people that have that stuff. there's ways to work around injuries. there's also ways to use tools that aren't going to affect those parts of your body. so you just have to have the right information and the yeah. right coach to help you, you know, and yes. then make sure that you you know are getting there safely but i I feel bad when people think that there's no way for them to be able to do things because of age now like i said i respect my body and when i'm tired i take a rest day and i have no shame in saying i'm exhausted i am not working out today that does not make me feel like i'm less of an athlete than someone else because i look at some people who are younger than me and i'm in better shape than they are so and not just externally internally Mm -hmm. yeah so it's like it doesn't matter young people are out of shape as well as older people. It's not just because yep. you're older that you're not fit. There's a lot sure, of young people sure. out there too Holistic, that need us too. You know. Wow. Yeah. So it can happen to everyone.
0: Right. Right. Big time. Big time. Yep. So the key Yep, absolutely. The key is finding a wise teacher. That is the most important step one. So, if people well, want to find you. you as one of their teachers, what where are the best places Everything, to connect with you? Social and when you media, share this info, Lisa, I'm also going to make note to post these links so, in the simply, show notes for this episode. So, yeah, if pleasure.
1: you want to purchase Where, where, where DVDs, would you like people to which, connect with you? From the As Seen on TV. Um, it, uh, what was it called? God. The As Seen on TV commercial that I did that I ran last, it was like back in January, I think, it was like November to January or something like that. Um, that's straight off my website, kettlebellbombshell.com. And the special was nineteen ninety nine for both products. So it's basically when you bought one, you get the other one for free. So the original price was like 45 So they are getting something for free. And then you also get a free motivational wristband with that. And then I ship that out and you receive it within like two days. And then if you want to join my Facebook group, I have my page kettlebell bombshell, but then I have a private group that's kettlebell bombshells with an S and there's tons of free content, on you know, in there as far as workouts go. Some of them are videos, some of them are text. but I don't do instructional stuff in there because that's what my um, DVDs are for. And I also have a, kettlebell course out there as well, which I'll just give you the link to that. But it's, um, that teaches you how to effectively use it. But if you come to the group, it's not going to have instruction on how to do everything. And that's why. So, but, um, but you're welcome to come into the group, even if you know nothing about kettlebells, and then you can just, you know, look around and see what I have in there. I have a lot of video content on YouTube as well.
0: Start to explore. So I'm going to share all these links yes, so people can choose us. the path that they feel is most most appropriate for them, um, oh, and you. enter your world from whichever angle they want to. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So Lisa is Lisa is Joey Atlas approved. Feel free to connect with her. Yes.
1: And you know, the she, thing about you uh, too, that it's like, and you're like the old a, a tried and true method, you know, and, and uh, I love that it. It's like one of Jack, it's like like you can't we connected and wrong have stayed in
0: touch though. ever since you know, so like uh, 2011, of 12-ish. Do. They're
1: tried and true. They work. I use them. That's how Joey and I found each other, as we talked about. So it really is interesting to see that how like-minded people find each other because right. great minds do think alike. I totally believe that. And I think that that's why you and I really are. I mean, like I feel that we have a connection because of how we think. And I love that. So appreciate it. Yes, for
0: sure. For sure. There's a, there's a lot that resonates between us and in strength, uh, it, there is strength in numbers. And so when two like-minded uh, can connect and then spread the message to, to, to larger crowds, um, that's a great opportunity to do so. So
1: no, I this episode too, is going to be
0: evergreen. Much. People will hear it in a, in a few weeks. People will hear it in a few years. And it's still going to deliver as much good then as it will now. So, Lisa, I thank you. Uh, we, we will, yeah, pleasure. We'll That's circle back awesome. and do Thanks this again. again. I'm going to let the, uh, okay, the, the outro music play out. And uh, I'm going to post everything so everybody can find these, these links and, and find you ASAP, okay? Take care. We'll talk again soon. Bye.